News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Noella Braverman, the UK Home Secretary, has said multiculturalism has failed. Uh, she was speaking during a speech on migration in the US. She called for a new international approach to granting asylum and changes to the 1951 Refugee Convention. Uh, in a moment, we'll be joined by John McGurk, editor of Gripped Media. But first, Fergus Finlay, Irish Examiner columnist and former CEO of Bernardo's. Uh, what do you make of it, Fergus? I, I, I'm, I'm almost at a loss for words, Shane, which isn't like me. I mean, I suppose from her point of view, it was mission accomplished. She managed to get a great big dollop of racism, a great big dollop of homophobia, a great big dollop of misogyny into all into one speech. Uh, she attacked something, or decided to attack something that the world agreed on. Very rare thing to happen. The world agreed on after the Second World War, 70 years ago. Uh, and she told a whole series of lies, all in the same speech, which is quite an achievement. Um, this is a woman who presides over the most chaotic um, immigration and asylum-seeking system, probably in Europe. Uh, she has failed completely uh, to, in, in sort of key tasks at home. Uh, waiting lists for asylum decisions are going through the roof. She can't seem to manage any bit of her brief. Um, so she, uh, and, and yet uh, she feels it's okay to tap into every bit of the worst possible instinct of human oh, nature. Okay, um, can, can we, can we tease like out that. some of the things she said? And obviously, yeah, Suella Braverman isn't on the line, but I, I'm guessing if she was here, she would say, well, look at the US. Multiculturalism hasn't worked. You still, I mean, we, we, obviously there isn't legal segregation, but you, you, could, you could say that um, you know, the society is quite divided still among uh, race lines. What, what would your response be to that? The U.S. has come a long way from slavery. Um, like the modern U.S. is not the old U.S. Um, but let's not talk about the U.S. Let's talk about here. Yeah. Okay. No at, fair. Yeah. Let's do moment, that. At the moment, about at the moment, about one in six of us, the people who live in Ireland, weren't born here, um, and that number isn't likely to change very much. So it's about one in every six of us. And and is there anybody seriously? Uh, apart from, uh, you know, based on prejudice, does anyone seriously argue that that has destroyed us or damaged us? Um, there are issues that we have to deal with um, that are putting us under a bit of strain, but none of it has broken us. Absolutely none of it. In fact, I think by almost any measure, the the way in which our society has changed has enriched us and developed us and enabled us to grow. Um, like, it, it's something to be proud of, not something to be ashamed of. What about her argument about changing um, our approach to granting asylum and changes to the 1951 Refugee Convention? We, look, we've been chatting about it on the show. I, look, I was making pretty much similar arguments to you were making about how enriched we were as a society. But people did get in touch. And, and like, I think there were reasonable people who got in touch and said, look, if, we, if we're housing people in tents, then we have an issue. Maybe we need to look at the we system do. again. We do. We do. They, we do. And, and like... We have, we have we're under strain. The main reason we are under strain is because we are a first world country that has failed to deal effectively with some really really important quality of life issues. Housing being the main one. Um, like we're a country that has tied ourselves up in knots uh, over the house over a self generated housing crisis. Um, and and the the one people the one group of people 
that you really can't blame for that is asylum seekers. Uh, the tiny number of asylum seekers that we have, I'm not talking about Ukrainian refugees now or other kinds of refugees, the yeah. tiny number of asylum seekers we have are not the people who created or are at fault for our housing crisis. They're suffering from our housing crisis as much as anybody else is. Okay. But, but it's, it's that mix up in the argument because, because we have a housing crisis, we can't therefore uh, allow anybody into Ireland. I mean, it, it's it's an nonsensical kind of argument. Okay, uh, can I, can I bring in John McGurk, editor of Grip Media, who, who who's with us as well? Uh, John, um, do you welcome Suella Braverman's comments? Do you think she had something worth saying? Or would you agree with what she had to say? I agree with some of it. Um, good morning, Shane. First of all, I mean, I, I think it's fairly self-evident to most people, for example, that when she says that if a person comes to your country seeking asylum and has come through three or four other safe countries to get there, that that person shouldn't be admitted because they're no longer seeking asylum from the country which they say they said they, they left. Um, if somebody comes here having previously spent time in Germany, France, Holland and the UK, then they're no longer seeking asylum from anywhere but the places that they left and they shouldn't be admitted. And that, that's one of the things that she was talking about when she's talking about the convention and the need to reform it. And I think that's something that I, I, an okay. overwhelming majority Anything else? of the public would agree with. Um, and I also think when she talks about, for example, the way asylum uh, claims have, have moved from being about persecution, which I think is what most people think, they, they when you think about somebody claiming asylum, um, or somebody being a refugee, you believe them to be fleeing um, persecution, defined as threats to their life, threats of imprisonment, threats of repression. Um, and that has shifted in recent years, in many cases, to simply being threats of discrimination. So, for example, you can come from a country and say, well, there aren't necessarily any laws in this country that persecute me or threaten me, but there is a general societal discrimination against um Okay. My All right. sexuality. Uh, right. I think right. that's. I think that's. I think that's a. That's a. That for, answers for, the thing unfairly. Fergus, yeah. um, how, how about that? Those two arguments that John John McGurk made there. Um, the BBC did a, an analysis last night of some of the facts and figures of this. Uh, the BBC, no, not not some wild lefty organisation, uh, and they noted that about two percent of asylum seekers claim persecution on the grounds that Suella Braverman was talking about um, uh, gender or, or um, uh, ethnic origin, and uh, and and the truth is, I mean, John's first argument about coming from safe countries and and, and so on—that's within the convention. That's a simple matter of the application of the rules. The rules as they exist now don't allow people, or sorry, do allow state authorities to send people back. To safe countries if they've come from safe countries. That's that's there at the moment. There's no need to reform anything. What Suella Braverman and others need to do is apply the rules that exist appropriately. John, how about um, that? And, how about that? Just well, apply the rules uh, that are there? We're not applying those rules, though. We don't apply those rules in this country, and they don't seem to be applying them in the UK. I, I, I take the point of Suella Braverman. She's not my Home Secretary. She's the UK Home Secretary. We should be applying the, 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 those rules as they are in Ireland, and that's not happening. If it's not happening, um, then there must be a reason for that. And the reason for that should be publicly debated and discussed. Fergus? In terms of the grounds... Fergus Finley? But it is happening. We, we do send people back. We're, we're not good enough at it. We're not good <laughs> enough at applying the rules, at, at applying the systems 
effectively, fairly, and and appropriately. We're uh, like uh, we're better than the UK, um, who have a backlog of hundreds of thousands of people awaiting uh, decision making. Um, but but we do deport people. We deport people all the time. And and I mean, I might hate the idea of people being deported. I might have a totally different view of. John McGurk about how open Ireland should be, but rules is rules, and we 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 were not as effective and as efficient as we should be, perhaps. But um, this whole business of saying uh, let's change the convention, let's change the humanitarian and international standards that have existed for seventy years, because we're making a bags of implementing the existing rules. Oh, okay. That's a nonsensical argument. A, a, very, a very brief final word from you, John McGurk. I gave Fergus the first word. I'll give you the final word. Look, I think the the, the, the issue here, what Suella Braverman was, was raising, was the, the idea that the convention was written in the in 1950s, for 1950s world, in, at a point when you couldn't travel or traverse halfway around the world in, in a day or two, which you can now. It is fairly obvious right across the West that we're facing unprecedented immigration um, much of which is asylum, but much of which is asylum, but a lot of those asylum applicants, as they discover in every other country, are coming here for economic reasons. And what she's essentially saying is we need to tighten up that system and tighten up those loopholes okay. to make it so that... John. And I think that's a perfectly fair argument. John McGurk, editor of Grip Media, Fergus Finlay, Irish Examiner, columnist, former CEO of Bernardo's. Thank you both for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. Let us know what you think. 87 106 You can WhatsApp us for free. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.